Welcome to the Harrisburg Brethren in Christ Church podcast. My name is Ryan Cagno. The HBIC podcast brings you weekly episodes on the topic of discipleship, where we'll sit down with members of the HBIC family to hear their stories, hear about the different ways people at HBIC are pursuing discipleship, in other words, how they are learning to follow Jesus' example and obey his teachings in their daily lives in practical ways. This week I sat down with Jody Griffiths and Kristen Heverly uh, to talk about giving, um, giving in the church, giving to the church, what that means what that entails, um, how much, how little, uh, some of the misgivings some of us might have or questions we tried to address and talk through some of those and think through, you know, the place of our personal financial giving specifically uh, within the life of the church family. Um, hope it spurs conversation, spurs thoughts for you. Uh, yeah, enjoy this conversation. Jody Griffiths, Kristen Heverly, welcome to the HBIC podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you. We're going to talk about money today, which is everyone loves to get into. Jody, you're a member of the finance committee here at HVIC. Christian, I just learned 35 seconds ago, you are not <laughs> a member of the finance committee. <laughs> you're a counter, but you've worked yes. as a uh, finance secretary Correct. in a church previously. Yes, yes. And in general, have a uh, knowledge and experience in this realm. So, um, yeah, so I just want to talk to you today about... Um, giving in the church um your thoughts on that why we should do it what that entails some of like the qualms things people might have surrounding that um i just think it's like a good and important conversation to have i feel like i need to put all the asterisks on at the beginning of this conversation because i work for this church and (laughs) we were talking about my (laughs) my income stream right now in a roundabout way, which I'm just going to name that on the front end and say, I, you know, there is that. I try my best not to think about that as much as possible. It wigs me out a little bit every time I buy like uh, a burrito or whatever it is. And like someone put, and you know that plate. we, we bought that so burrito that for you. We bought that burrito. Someone prayed and gave this money and now I ordered extra guacamole. Um, <laughs> it really wigs me out to think about it. So, uh, that being said, let's do a whole podcast on it. Why not? Um, so uh, we can got, go Jody and then Kristen, whoever wants to weigh in. But um, first things first, like, why is giving to the church important in your view that you would be on the finance committee or be a finance secretary at different times? I think um, being on the finance committee. I guess because I work at a bank, they thought that was a great idea. It is to some degree, I guess so. You know, you think about money and expenses and and all of that. But um, and I've enjoyed being on the finance committee. So and it's been several years. I'm going to say probably close to five, maybe more. But um, I enjoyed, you know, I enjoy the conversation. Um, It gives me a different look, a holistic look at the church itself where I've never had that look before, just a congregant of the church. And now you just get to get a deep dive into what really makes the church work. How do we function? Um, and how, and why giving is so important, um, for, um, God's kingdom, for the church, uh, to be able to function and run and to, uh, support, all the areas that are important and where 
Uh, I think uh, Jesus's mission and goal of making sure that we take care of our people, um, that's the community, that's our youth. Um, how do we do that? Uh, one of the things is giving of our time. So committing to help with the, the, the Wednesday night meals, um, some of our work um, when we have our work weekends. Um, but then, you know, you have that part where some people are very uncomfortable talking about how much they make and how much I should give to the church. Um, and I think that's something that has to be decided in a conversation with your household and God. It's what's important, what can you give, what makes sense. And maybe in the beginning, it's a little and it grows because your livelihood and, and things around you um, are, are blessed, you know, beyond. And you're able to then give back in many different ways. And a big piece of that is financially, you know, how much can I contribute? can give to my church so my my church continues to to blossom and uh, have a shining light in the community where people can come um, and know that they're safe um, they're in a safe space um, and if they need something support guidance prayer blessings they have a safe place to go and if HBIC is that shining light in our community and our kingdom and what our mission is, I, I think that is all of the giving. That's good. I kind of just to remark on something you said initially there, like it it's not always the case that when people kind of get that behind the scenes look at the finances and how they're working, that they come away encouraged and energized <laughs> you know it's in some cases that's like a fire that the closer you get to the more like burned you get or the more you kind of feel um disillusioned but it sounds like that's not been your experience which i'm glad to hear i wouldn't necessarily have assumed that you feel like there's a good correspondence between like the money that's coming through this place and and like the kingdom impact and, and the ways that we're kind of being faithful in the community. Absolutely. How we utilize the gifts that are given to us um, to have the church run and function in every aspect. We don't think about every little thing in the church, but on the finance committee, you see everything. So you see how uh, we you make sure our pastors are taken care of because they do all of the work that's necessarily needed um, for all of our congregants and our community. And then you think about, you know, we've got to have the HVAC system running and we've got to have communication and Internet, like every aspect. Um, you're, you got a deep dive into every piece of it. Health insurance. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I'm just thinking about all of the areas uh, that the finance committee views, sees, touches, and gives recommendations on. And if not being on the finance committee, I would have never thought that or been interested, I guess. And now that I'm on it, at first I'm like, why are they asking me to be on finance committee? Maybe because I work at the bank. Um, but now it's um, it's just giving me a whole view different view and light in inside of everything that we do yeah yeah i'm amped now i'm <laughs> amped <Jody. laughs> that's good kristen haverly k has your your thoughts you um, know, just at the broader level like why do you 
why do you feel compelled to wade into these waters and kind of work in this part of the life of our church? Yep. So um, for for me and my family, the the biggest reason that we give or why we feel it's important to give to the church is it shows our support of the church's mission. Um, it shows that we do value the youth. We value missions. We value helping those in our community. We value our staff. We value all of it. Um, and it shows our support. It shows our literal buy-in of what the church is doing. And I really appreciate that we are an open financial church. So first time I came to annual meeting, I was handed a budget and I could see exactly what you were paid, Ryan. And I could Down see... Down penny. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. But you can see where your money is going. Which is not always the case. That is not always the case. And and I, I know that from experience. Um, that sometimes you're left wondering, where is my money going? Is it going to something that I believe in and support and want to be a part of? Um, we're here, you see exactly where it's going. And um, like for us, like we, we really love missions, but we can't always travel all around the world, but we can give our money to support our missionaries. We feel very strongly about feeding people in our community. We can't go out and do that, but we can give money and then it goes to the the food pantry and, and it, it gets to where it needs to go. So it's a way to be involved in something bigger and you're part of the community and you're part of the church and it just shows your support of the mission. Yeah. So we've, I should have maybe done the introduction here to like who, who you guys are and how long you've been a part of HPEC. We can do that in reverse order, but Kristen, you and I have been at this church roughly the same time, like yep. a little over two years, yep. um, and came from the same place and have known each other for uh, 15 years or so. Um, and yeah, I, to echo what you said, um, the transparency piece was huge for us as well. When we came, you know, when my wife, I think she like attended a Zoom pre-council meeting or something like before we even come here and was just amazed. Like, look, they like published this whole thing and like the salaries are everything is out there. Um, and it kind of speaks to like I've, you know, I've been in a number of churches in the past where there was almost like a reluctance and a reticence to like talk finances. And because I think there was this sense that people they kind of want the money stuff to be out of sight, out of mind, or they feel weird talking about it, or they feel like you're trying to, to sell or like squeeze money out of them or whatever it might be. Um, but there was a huge like security piece for us in being able to see and know really clearly and having a ton of like accountability about where money is going, how it's being used, like you said, um, and feeling good about, you know, these are values we have as a family and, and, um, to know that our money is like kind of going in those places uh, was huge. So it kind of to the point of pro transparency and pro like we shouldn't, and this is a conviction I have as I bring into this podcast, like we shouldn't be talking about money like less. We should be talking about it more and just keep it in the light. Um, Cause money can be a, for good reasons can be like a testy topic um, and it can be a sensitive thing and it can be a thing that, causes problems very quickly in our lives and in the life of our church. And so just keeping it under <laughs> the spotlight, you know, more um, maybe than we might think or otherwise feel comfortable about. Um, there was a moment in the annual conf annual meeting last year where 
there was just a very open discussion about like um, staff Christmas bonuses and stuff. And I'm like sitting right beside the person <laughs> that brought this up. And then I went up to him and, and afterwards I was like, dude, stop trying to take my bonus from me. And like, I mean, that's not what he was trying to do, but just a very just open and like um, genial discussion about it. But I think it makes everybody feel a part of it. It's not just the finance committee. Like they take into account all of that. Like someone comes with a question, they're going to answer it. And if they, they don't have a great answer, they'll I'm sure go back and talk about it. And, but the transparency is huge and knowing that you have a voice as just a church, not just, but as a church member, church congregant, like is, it's amazing. Like that is not something that you have everywhere. So in your lives as Christians at HBIC or elsewhere, have there been times where you've been um, more reluctant or unsure about giving as an individual as, or as a family? And could you kind of like describe for me you know, why? What was the reason there? Or just um, maybe even, Jody, as you like were getting in a finance committee and, um, you know, speak to because there's a lot of people that you know have misgivings and have uncertainties about you know um the church is just this organization that just wants to pump us for money and it's not like going to go whatever you know what i mean but i don't want to caricature that because a lot of us struggle with feeling comfortable and secure even granted what we've said about hwick so far comfortable and secure giving has there been a period in, in your life where you felt a different way or were uncertain about church giving when I think about church giving, of course, it definitely comes, you know, as a family decision. Um, if there have been times, not necessarily being reluctant, but feeling bad because I couldn't give. So being, you know, like if we were out of work or, um, you know, things were just hard this month or six months or whatever that looks like, being able to say, oh my gosh, I, I, I can't give my weekly giving or I can't give this week or this month. And, and like, but then I have to, you know, it took me some time to be okay because I know that the Lord doesn't want to see us go without but I know in the end he will also provide and find ways. There's been times where I think, oh my gosh, this is just impossible. I have no idea how we're going to make this payment. I have no idea how we're going to pay this bill or, or get the gas in the car because there's been times where it's been that way. But the impossible actually happens. And, you know, a random check comes in the mail and it's like, oh, wow, we paid overpaid this and I've got 300 bucks. Oh, my gosh, this goes a long way. Or, um, you know, a gift comes in the mail and it happens to be monetary and helps you through. There's been, you know, many occasions where that has happened, you know, through the past years, especially when we we're raising four of the children and they're all out and on their own. We just have one at home and our jobs are, we have different jobs and, 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 and we, we make more money. Uh, and so things are a bit differently. Um, but during that time it was, I feel bad. And then I just have to go and I have to pray and I have to say, I, I, I can't give. I can't write this check. I could put a dollar in. I could put $5 in. And it won't make me feel so bad. 
But then going and praying and knowing that at some point it is going to get better. It's not always going to be like this. And sometimes I see myself down in the valley and I just need to climb and I'm in the middle of that hill and I'm climbing, trying to get to the top and get out of this, this, this time where it's just seems like nothing is going right. And, and then you get there and you're like, how did I get here? And you just think about, oh my gosh, I look back at this happened and I got a new job and uh, this came in the mail and, and, and this, I mean, just the number of things that you can just go back and think like, oh my God, oh my God, you were so amazing. Like, how did we get here? How did we get out of this? So um, now it's like... I don't think about it. I just write the check or I just, um, you know, do it online. And when we have our youth auction and I'm looking at my husband and he's like, get my paddle down. But I'm like, no, I really want this. And it's for a good cause. And our our daughter's going to benefit because I think about how long we've been here at HBIC. Tava is 15. She We came when she was a baby. So we've been here that long and, um, and she, so she's grown up in the church as a baby in the nursery and we help, I helped in the nursery and then now she kind of helps as well. So, um, it just feels good to look back knowing there was times where I couldn't give and I could give very little and to the point where now it's not a question, it's just part of normal and knowing, of course, being in the finance committee, but also if you're not, be, knowing that transparency that our church gives and provides and you're able to see and know and ask questions in every aspect, I, I think that's that's huge because anyone could just, and if you don't feel comfortable asking, you could then send an email or write something and this is a question that you have and you're unsure about how we're utilizing the funds that are given. Um, so I, I mean, I know it was probably very long and roundabout, but I think it uh, just kind of like how I feel and in, in the times that we've struggled and and then the place that we're at now. But we wouldn't be where we are without him. Yeah. Amen. Uh, as a very quick aside, be real careful with those auction paddles because I definitely. Uh, oh yeah. Just got a text first of all. Heverly's uh, have uh, run up quite a tab at youth auctions. Yeah. Oh, my yes. wife was, Ashley was not with me the last one, and I came home with um, was this it a like brisket? giant homemade, uh, I wish I had got one of the briskets. Oh, you didn't this get This giant homemade dollhouse, which was fantastic, but there's <gasps> yes. no way that she would have let me spend the money that I spent on that. I accidentally got three hours of babysitting just because I didn't realize my hand was still up <laughs> at one point. Um, anyway. That'll come in handy. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um uh, yeah, so be careful with those paddles, but um, or the papers or whatever we have hands. Um, yeah, no, that's a good, great point, you know. And uh, Kristen, I would one of your thoughts like, what would you say to the person who is in a place where financially, you know, they they feel a lot of uncertainty and like, I don't know if I can give right now. I mean, I I know you, so you're gonna say, suck it up, Buttercup, and get. get. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What would you say to that person? Yeah. Um, Giving financially is a, a test of your faith and your trust, and it's not always easy. Um, 
I think back to my own childhood and growing up watching my mom write the check for the offering every week. And at the time, I didn't really understand it, but it was modeled for me. So as I got older, even in college, like I knew that giving was important. But a college student, you have nothing. I had a car payment. I had like a piddly little work study, but I knew the importance of it. And I knew that by giving financially, God would bless me. Maybe not financially, maybe in another way. Um, and so even through college, I'd literally toss like a dollar in the offering some weeks because that's all I felt I could give. Um, but it was a starting place. And then I met my now husband who went to medical school, which is very expensive. And we got married while he was in that. And I was a teacher, enough said. Um, we bought a house. I got pregnant, knew I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. And there was so much uncertainty. Um, by that point, he was a resident, which gets a very small stipend. And now we have a mortgage. We have two car payments. I'm paying on college loans. We're having a baby. And it's like the world is crashing down around you. But we had to trust and we had to remain faithful. And we knew that by giving something, it may not have been, it definitely was not 10% or wherever you think a tithe should be, which I have my own opinions on, on that too. But uh, give something, show your support of God in the kingdom and your thankfulness for what he has done for you and where he has gotten you. Um, we made it through those hard times. Amen. And um, now on the other end of it, yeah, looking back, it's like, okay, okay, God, you were there. Um, yeah. I don't know, it is. It's just, it's a, it is a true test of faith. Yeah, I think of, you know, the, the widow and her two cents that she puts in, right, you know, just whatever she's able to give and how that was so much bigger than what someone gave out of their abundance. Um, and I think that's very true. I do think there's something to... Yeah, you know, challenging ourselves and, and trying to give when we don't feel like we can necessarily that kind of sacrificial that that idea, biblical idea of like first fruits and like you just give off the front end and you you know, for sure I get that. Um seizing on something else you said though, and I'm gonna share my thoughts that are gonna get me potentially in trouble, but like <laughs> um you know, you said like on your subject on like your your opinion on the tithe, for yeah. example. Um uh, anyone who disagrees with me, you can come on the podcast and we can talk about this more. But maybe you guys disagree with me. We can talk about it now. I, I don't. I don't personally believe, as New Covenant people, that we're bound to like ten percent as like the rigid like. This is a thing. I think that was a marker that was laid out in the Old Testament. I think it's a it can be a good and wise like um, yardstick for people to go by. But I think some people you should feel like freedom and grace to to be giving well under ten percent. And I think there are some people that should probably be giving well over, you know, the, um, I just, I never stopped thinking about this, but the, in the early church, there were some folks that were literally selling homes and donating the proceeds of the homes to the church. And then there are other people that were, as far as we can tell, just on the receiving end, you know, they were like <laughs> the recipients of those proceeds so that they could eat and survive, um, so it's it's not necessarily, in my opinion, uh, a rigid like ten percent. I just don't think in 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 light of the New Testament, I don't think that that's like a binding thing. I think it's like a good could be a good suggestion, a good starting point. Um, is that kind of what you're you're nodding? It at? is. Yes, yeah. I'm nodding. Um, it is. 
it is kind of my same viewpoint. I don't think 10% is the number that people should stick to. Um, but I also feel that anyone who grows up in the church, that's what they've heard. They've heard that you're to give 10% and you're to give that first. And, and for some 10% is impossible. And so they do nothing. Um, as a recovering black and white, all or nothing thinker, that would have, that would have been me. Like if, oh, if I can't give 10%, then I might as well not give anything. Um, and that's, I think not where, that's not where our heart should be. Um, and as a math person, 10% for some people is nothing. And then you're not testing your faith. You're not testing that trust and you're not giving sacrificially. Um, but for anyone who has maybe has yet to start their giving journey, like don't get tied up in the numbers. Um, give something. You, your heart will feel better for it too. Um, and that might sound selfish, but to give, it feels good. Whether it is your money, your time, your, like, le- your used clothing that you've passed down to someone or, or whatever it is, it feels good to give. And... I think God did that by design and it is an encouragement. Hopefully this is an encouragement to someone like give, just start, start. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's also like an accountability piece for someone who is currently giving, like think about is, is it automatic? Are you not thinking about it? Me personally, I write the check. I tried the online giving thing and then I like, would forget that it was happening. And then I'm like, oh yeah, that money went to church and didn't even phase me. Um, where now I physically write the check so that I know, and I'm reminded, okay, this is what we have chosen to give to the church to support the mission. Yeah. That's good. I was kind of a little all over the place there. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. We can, if we have time, we'll debate online giving versus paper. Okay. But Jody, you've been nodding copiously along here. Anything you want to add to any of that? No, I, I, I agree. Um, we've all grown up in the, a lot of us have grown up in the church and the thing that you do hear the most is that 10%. And so I feel the same kind of way that you were stating it is like, I I can't give 10%, so I'm not going to give anything. Um, and so I think many years ago I knew the 10%, but I've not ever been able to do that you know what I mean way back when and it's like okay I need to get like that out of my mind and just praying on it to the point of time where we we couldn't do 10% it's like okay I can give ten dollars this week and that's what I'm going to give this week because this is my budget this is what's come in and I can give this and so I agree there are people who can give more um, and should kind of test and challenge themselves and their faith and their trust in God. And there's others who, who aren't able to. But when you start giving, when you start that journey of giving, you know, it's $5 this week for this month, and then next month I can do 10, and then the next month I can do 20 to build up that. And then hearing the church's financial status, where our money goes, I'm a part of that. 
I help do that. God, thank you for giving me the ability to help our church, to help our pastors, to help our community. So it is that accountability. It is that feel good. Oh my gosh, I'm a part of this. Thank you, God. Because without him, we couldn't give. We wouldn't have our jobs. We wouldn't have the blessings that we have every day. Um, one of the things that, that I do every day, this is just, you know, what I do is when I wake up and before my feet hit the ground, I thank God because I'm alive, I'm breathing, and here he blessed me with a new day. And then I always say good morning to my mom in heaven. <laughs> so that's like my everyday thing, but it makes me feel so good. And if I'm doing school pickup or, or take drop off to school with the girls or whatever, and it's my daughter before I pick up the other girls, it's let's do our prayer while we're driving over to the, you know, next house and, and, and it's getting her. And then I usually try to say, do, do you want to pray today? No, mom, you got it. You're good. I'm like, well, at some point in time, you're going to have to. And then there's <laughs> times where I'll be like outside the youth room and, and Tava will pray. So I hear her do it, but I think she just likes me to do it. But just the things that we're instilling in our youth so that they come up knowing and, and, and believing and know why we give, know why we, we support our church um, financially and our time, um, having her part of all of the youth um, all of the youth events. And I love that our youth give to other areas, whether it's Paxton Ministries, whether it's Kenbrook, all the things that they help and knowing why they help, it's just so important. So our kids may not be able to fully give financially. I mean, unless they're going to give some of their money, but giving of their time and giving back to others is, 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 is it's just truly important. Good. Well, and I think like setting that, like I said, as a child, I saw my, my mom write the check every week and I saw my parents give their time to the church and, and happily do that. Um, I want that for my kids. Like I want them to see the financial gifts that we're providing to the church or to missionaries directly or whatever it may be. And we have those conversations with the kids of, cause they'll be like, why do you do this? Well, I mean, the church doesn't give money unless the people, like, they don't have money unless the people give the money. And you are, you're that group. You're a community. And, um, it, yeah, anyway, we, we try to really instill in our kids, like, the importance of it so that as they grow, then they will start that as well. Yeah. Um, and Abby helps back in kids' ministry an hour a month, which some people are like, oh, I can't give an hour a month. Well... My family is pretty busy, and we have... That's more than 10% for you Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have, we've managed to uh, even just do that one hour a month. So. Yeah. One last question for you guys. Um, when you talk about, um, you know, we think of one of the reasons we feel good about supporting this church is because of, like, the, the mission and the, you know, Paxton, Kenbrook, these different organizations... Um, that we we support and partner with or like missionaries via the church um, what would you say to the person who uh, feels good and comfortable and convicted about giving directly to uh, like another non-church nonprofit organization or directly to missionaries etc but f- feels very good about that but doesn't want to give money to the church or doesn't quite understand like the value of that. 
they want to go in in their minds directly to to the mission rather than you know um, to the church. I stumped you. I, well, now, I, was <laughs> I was thinking about that because um, an example is like United Way. Sure. That's huge here. I'm a big part of that. I give my time and 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 money from my, my pay. Um, and then you can also elect to give to specific organizations who are nonprofit as well as United Way directly. And many years ago, I wasn't able to do that at all. And it wasn't until you know, a few years back that I realized that actually we were beneficiaries of other people giving because we needed help at that time, whether it was through the Boys and Girls Club or any of the org- other organizations. And looking at that um, and thinking about that, it, it's great to be able to give directly to those. But I also think about you know, maybe have a, someone who wants to just give directly, maybe think about, or maybe have a conversation with one of the pastors to look at all of the areas of the church that we touch, the community, everything that we touch. And I bet you, you'll find one area of the church where financially it's so important and you'll be willing to say, wow, I see that now, and that's that's my heart. My heart is with the food pantry, or my heart is with the youth, or my heart is, you know what I mean, whether it's the discipleship, whether it's, I mean, we, we have areas, the deacon fund, and what does that do? I mean, there are many aspects of all of the areas in all of the uh, pastors that touch and in, in, in help that you may not ever know. And I believe that you can find one area of the church that has your your heart where you can say, oh, I give to Kembler directly because of this. I want to keep doing that. And if and now I know I have room in my budget and in my heart to give money in the food pantry or give money directly here and think about, yes, they're helping, let's say for instance, Kembrook, they're helping Kembrook. You could do that same thing at the church and give specifically to a youth here for Kembrook or to, you know, different individuals for the food bank or, uh, or a missionary. Like those are just areas where I just think I can't say that there are 20 things. There's probably a hundred and I bet you can find one thing that you could really just decide that I'm going to support that. And by me giving in this particular area, I know I'm helping the church directly on top of helping this other nonprofit that I'm passionate about as well. I have a bit of a maybe different perspective that may be unpopular. We'll see. Might be Let's harsh. Go. Might be harsh. Let's go. Um, Clicks are driven by controversial takes, so give it to me. So I, I feel that if you are attending this church regularly, you're part of this family, and should be contributing to the family. And as a mom of two young kids, um, they have to contribute to our family. They have to do chores. They have to. Um, 
whatever it is that we're asking them to do, they have to be an active participant in our family. Like they have to do their chores. They have to take care of the things that, that they need to take care of. And I feel that same way about the church is that every person, every regular attender should be an active participant and actively involved in what the church is doing. And part of that comes in the financial realm and that might be hard for some people to hear and but it's another perspective you know yeah. there's and just so many different views as to you know giving or not giving and 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 I I love that approach yeah. like you know cuz we are a family and we are and so with that in mind like do you think so would you fall more like so then what do you think about like uh, earmarking your giving to very specific things within the church versus just giving to the family and kind of trusting Jody to make sure we spend it right? I think that's it. Um, it is trust. It's trusting that the I don't church like lead you to a specific. No, no, like, I, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, yeah, I I do believe that you should give just generally to the church and they have decided prayerfully I'm sure they're not back there throwing darts at where things should go and how much of it um, it's the 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 people on that committee are very intentional I'm sure they're very prayerful they have talked through discussed possibly even heatedly about where things should should be and how that's an affirmation from yeah. Jody okay yeah, no, she's not how this is like how the money should be allocated um I don't know that that's, I guess I don't feel comfortable saying that my money has more value here, here, and here, but not there. That's my personal opinion. Like, I trust the church. I trust the people who've made these decisions. Um, that doesn't mean that I won't also give beyond to certain areas, um, but our our family, like we give our regular giving to the church. And if we find that maybe there's something going on, like a youth missions trip or the food pantry needs extra help, we'll, we'll do that kind of beyond. So you give your scripturally mandated 10%. And then after that, you. <laughs> Correct. Not really. But, God, yes. That but yes, that is kind of what I mean. <laughs> Minus the 10% part. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's an interesting answer. I, and I honest, it was an honest question. You know, again, I don't want to, really don't want to, this is not an advertisement. Uh, this is a conversation and there could, there's probably a lot of other perspectives we could admit into this conversation. And the fact of the matter is for me, there's not, scripture is not like an open and shut book on this topic in terms of what exactly giving to the church ought to look like. You know, we get snatches here and there and like Acts and in Leviticus or wherever, <laughs> but read it people, it's important. Um, but it's, 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 it's one of those areas I think where it calls for kind of wisdom and for the mm -hmm. church to together kind of navigate and figure out how best to do it. Um, and so I appreciate you both, uh, adding that conversation and be willing to, uh, lend your perspectives and, and, f you know, Jody for your leadership in this, Kristen for your faithful counting in this it takes a special person to like want to just count things, but <laughs> you are a special person. I am a special person. <laughs> <laughs> Do either of you have a parting word or a last word or a, a benediction or thought burning in your heart? I would just say, as you think about giving, what does giving look like to you, for you? Pray about it. Search your heart, whether it's you alone, 
your family, um, and 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 do it together. I just think it's so important to to decide what you're going to do together as a family. And um, I love what you said. Like at your home and your family, everybody has a job to do to make it work. The family doesn't work without everyone having a part. And so the same thing with church, like you come, you're part of the family. And so everybody has to give their part. Um, so I, I love that. I mean, that's just like, I mean, we could just spill that and just say that in front of the church all the time. What part do you give? How do you give? How do you make our family work? I, th- I just think that's important. I love that. That's good. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that's end the podcast now. Done. Okay.